Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hopefully, everybody's doing great, and Halloween is near, and everything is going to be fun because the holidays are coming up, right? Love the holidays. Halloween is one of my favorites. Thanksgiving, Christmas, the New Year, all this stuff, man, is approaching. The year went by really, really fast. I just want to apologize to you guys. I've been uh, I've been off for a couple of weeks, and uh, I had a couple of episodes, actually three of them, and I recorded them. And basically, I record a few episodes, and I just keep them right. I keep them going. I just keep posting. I keep going, and uh, so I don't do them all in a rush. And uh, I edited them. I, I did all the editing on them, on them, and I uploaded some, and I have them ready, right? So whenever I'm ready to show, shoot the episode and plug it into the world, I uh, I just press uh, publish, and it comes out. For some reason, every time before I even publish it, I, I play it over and over again, about two, two to three times. You make sure everything's good, right? Make sure I did I did the editing correctly and the music and all that stuff. And for some reason, these episodes were distorted. And I was I was so frustrated, super frustrated. And I know podcasting is super difficult. And uh, especially when you're doing everything yourself, right? And you're just learning everything. And it's it, it just gets to be frustrating. I love podcasting. I am super passionate about it. I wish I would have started years and years and years ago. And, uh, you know, I... I just, I just get a little bit frustrated, right? You get frustrated when things like this happen because you don't have a backup. You're like, oh, no, what am I going to do now? So this episode is on the SeaWorld experience. And uh, on my YouTube, if you go to Bold Talk by Joe and uh, go ahead and hit like and shoot, you know, follow me and uh, share it and all that stuff, I am posting blogs up there. So I put my first blog up there. And basically, it's more personal. I let you know what I'm going to be talking about on my next episode and what I, what my thoughts are. And it's about two, three minutes, right? And it's one of the things that I started doing, learning how to use a camera and learning how to use a digital camera. And I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I'm going to talk about. But um, for some reason, uh, like I said, it's just, I don't know what happened to the audio, but uh that's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be about the SeaWorld experience, what I what I talked about on the blog. So we decided to go to Carlsbad, California for our daughter's third birthday. And we got there on a Wednesday. We hung out. We had some drinks and went to the beach. It was just a great time. The next day, we were scheduled to go to SeaWorld. And uh, so we, we wanted to take her there, right, for her birthday. So we took her to SeaWorld. And uh, we were like, man, this is going to be great. So I'm excited, man. I'm ready to see this whale and all kinds of stuff. And we get there and we need a map. So I download the SeaWorld app and it tells you the showings, the times and all that for the shows. And I couldn't find the whale show. So I'm like, where's the whale show? And my wife's like, well, maybe it's, you know, it's Thursday and uh, maybe the show's not available during the week. So she did some Googling and she's like, you're not going to believe this. There's all kinds of stuff. They don't have those shows anymore. And there's all kinds of stuff happening. They're getting sued. And I was like, what? I had no idea. It's like, there's even a documentary about it. So we just went and had fun. And it was all about our daughter, right? She was having fun and enjoying all the animals. And the dolphin show was great. I mean, she was clapping and she, her eyes were just so big. And she was, she was, she was really enjoying SeaWorld. On the way back, we're like, let's do some research on what's going on, and uh, that way I can talk about it on my podcast. She's like, all right, cool. So we went and got some snacks and some drinks, and uh, we went back to the hotel, and she was talking to me about this uh, this documentary called Blackfish. 
And she's like, you ever heard about this? I'm like, no, I never heard about this documentary. She's like, let's watch it tonight. So we watched it. And after watching it, I was like, I can't believe that we went to go, went to SeaWorld and we paid and we supported them. And I'm like, man, they're, this is horrible. And I felt so bad, right? Because this documentary is about the whales and how, and how they're mistreated and all kinds of things, where they're kept and, you know, how they're holding them captive and how they get them and how they breed them and all this stuff, right? And you're like, oh, no. However, knowing the person that I am, it was not enough. So I'm like, I'm going to do more research because there's always two sides to the story. And I just feel like these people on this old documentary, because the documentary was old. It was from like 2004 or something like that. I can't remember, 2005. I was I went to SeaWorld as a child. Obviously, I was probably really small because I cannot remember anything. My parents say that I've been there a few times. As an adult, I've never been there, ever. So this is my first time, my first experience, right, going to SeaWorld as an adult to make memories. And uh, so I was obviously, you know, a little bit, uh, I was a little bit uh, worried and sad about it, right? And... I decided to do more research and it happens to be that there was people that used to be trainers there and they were saying otherwise, they were saying different things that they did agree with the captivity and all that stuff. But they, they're like, we, they treat, we treat animals great and, and SeaWorld does a lot for them. And one of the, one of the people that used to be a trainer there, he even said, he's like, I didn't even know when the documentary came out, he's like, I didn't even know who those people were. I've never even heard of them. It's like usually you hear of the good trainers and all the good people that work there and uh, all the good things that they do and the whole company knows about you, right? Even if you're in Florida or San Diego or whatever, they we know about you. And it's like it, I've never seen these trainers that were on this Blackfish documentary. So that right there tells me everything. And I'm like, man, there's more to this. So I did more research. One of the trainers on the show, on the on the documentary, was saying that... They starve them if they don't do the trick correctly. And I was like, what? So I did more research on that. And what they do is whenever they do a trick and they do it right, they give them some fish. If they don't do it right, they kind of wave them off. Okay? They don't starve them. It's it's basically like a trick, right? Like if you were training, if you were training your dog, you have treats. And if your dog follows the command and sits or gives you the paw or whatever, rolls over, you give him a treat. If your dog doesn't do that, then you just gently pat him on the head and you try again, right? But that doesn't mean that you're going to starve your dog because he won't sit. That's ridiculous, right? That is super ridiculous. So I am sure that they don't do that. They don't starve the animals because then there will be a bunch of people not wanting to work there bunch of them. They would have more than just a couple of trainers on that documentary talking about this place. And there would be more and more people coming out. But I'm sure that doesn't happen. They feed them. They take care of them. I mean, this this SeaWorld rescues a lot of animals. And yes, they, they're held in captivity. Of course, how are you supposed to get whales to start a business? Because this is a business, right? This is a business first. So yes, the beginning of it sucks. You Obviously, you have to pay somebody to go steal some whales and 
separate them from their families and then bring them to you. And of course, how are you going to make more whales? Is you're going to try to breed them so you can make more whales. That way they're born in captivity and they're easier to train. It's common sense, right? I mean, it's common sense. So it's not like, uh, it's like if you were saying we're animals, you know, our dogs are held captive in the house all day. Well, no shit. You know what I mean? You're not going to just let a bunch of dogs run loose all over the place. So it's, it's, it's kind of, that's kind of how it works, right? You keep them in your house and you train them and you feed them and you love on them, you know, all that stuff. It doesn't mean you're holding them captive. It's just because they're, they've been domesticated because they're domestic animals. People think differently. That's what, that's my thought on that. But I was like, I was like, man, this is, this is just, this documentary is just, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Right. Cause I played it again. And, uh, one of the trainers goes, Oh, I, I can't believe their parking lots are, are bigger than where they're keeping them. Well, well, no shit. It's a business, right? They started out, they, it has to be a, a huge con, right? About starting a business like that. Like I said, you pay somebody, you get some whales, you do all this stuff, and that's how you start the business. You have to have a huge parking lot for people to go there because you have to pay staff, you have to pay trainers, you have to pay all these people, water, food, rescue animals, feed them, all the stuff that you have to do, right? Maintenance. So no shit, of course you have to have all, all those parking spots. If you only had 10 parking spots, then, no, then that place wouldn't exist, and the other thing to me was, so this guy was bitching about all this stuff and where they kept them and they're so small, they need a hundred miles of this of water or they need to be in here and there and they're kept and they're getting sunburned and all kinds of shit, right? And it's like, okay, dude, so when you saw the parking lots were bigger and the places where they're being held were smaller, why the fuck did you apply for the job then? So now you're going to be bitching 10 years later after you've been there for 10 fucking years. So if you if you didn't like it, so why are you why were you still working? Why did you take the job? Why did you take the interview? If you had your, you know, you're morally, you know, oh this is not right, then why the fuck did you apply for the job? Why did you even work there if if I didn't agree with something and I got a job and I was like, "Oh man, I don't like this." I will leave. Like the second, third day, I'll be like, I don't like this. This is not right. I don't agree with this. And I will find a different job. I wouldn't work there for 10 fucking years and then come out and I'm going to make a documentary on how you guys are evil. Like, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I mean. It's, that's why I don't, I don't believe everything that they say on these documentaries, especially that one. Because it's like, dude, you were there for so long. Well, I care for the whale, and I, I you, you love them because they're part of you, and you, you, you train them for years. I say, shut up, dude. You know what I mean? It's bullshit. If I went somewhere and I was like, you know what? This is bullshit. Like, I don't like this. Like, you guys are holding them captive in a small little spot, and there's a thousand parking spots, and they have a little pool. I don't agree with this. I can't take the job. I can't work here. You guys are mistreating these animals. They're getting sunburned. I'm out of here. But you worked there for fucking 10 years and then you're doing this shit? No. Hell no. If that was the case, it would be a shit ton of people out there. And yes, he's like, well, you know, this whale has killed people. There was this whale called Telcom or Telecom. And this whale had, it was known for killing trainers, right? I think there's, there hasn't been like a, like a hundred of them that killed, but it's been like four trainers that have died or something like that or in the year since it started that have been killed, and uh, four of them were killed, I believe, with that whale. So 
they were uh, he was saying that that whale shouldn't be out there because it was killing trainers. But you know what, man? Even even if the whale didn't hadn't killed anybody, what the hell are these animals? What what do they name them? They're called killer whales. You're jumping in a pool with a six thousand pound killer whale. Somebody has to die. Period. That is part of the job. You should know as a trainer. If if I was gonna be a trainer, I wanted to train whales. And I walked in there, and, oh, this is gonna be great. We're gonna be best friends, me and the whale, and we're gonna just roll over in the water and we're gonna do tricks. It's bullshit. I would go in there knowing this is dangerous and any day this thing's gonna rip my legs off or drown me and take me to the bottom of the pool. That's what I would be thinking. That is common sense. You're going into a pool. You're going into a, into a whole different territory, right? You can't speak to them. You can't communicate with them. You don't know if they're pissed. You don't know if they're sad. You don't know anything about them because they're not human. So you can't communicate. So it's like if you think that you're going to go into the water and everything's going to be okay, it doesn't matter if it was that whale that killed four people. Any whale can kill you. That's what they're called killer whales, you fuck. Jesus Christ. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't understand people, how the way they think. It's like, dude, we know that captivity sucks. We know that. We know that, you know, it sucks to keep animals captive. And it, it just sucks, right? It sucks. But having these animals, if they don't do this, if those, those people don't do this, then we would never get to see these animals. We'll never get to do research on them and see how they think and see how they interact and see the joy and the smile on your kid's face and your families and all this stuff. And they, they wouldn't, SeaWorld wouldn't exist. There wouldn't be anybody to rescue animals that are hurt or they need a house. They need somewhere to stay, right? To be taken care of because the wild is rough. The wild is rough on them. Dolphins, whales eat dolphins, sharks eat whales and all kinds of, I mean, it's rough out there for them. It's rough. You know what I mean? So it's it's pros and cons to everything. But if you're going to come out and say there's a bullshit about the parking lots are bigger and the containers are small, but you were there for 10 fucking years, it's like, screw you, dude. There's videos of you bleeding coming out of the pool. And it's like you're jumping into a pool with a 6,000-pound whale that is called a killer whale. It's like, what the fuck do you expect that's going to happen? Like, It just upsets the hell out of me that these people are so stupid. It's like, I would tell my wife, if I was going to be a trainer, I would tell my wife, look, I love whales when I went to SeaWorld and that was, that is what I want to do. And it's, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to just do this, right? Whatever. And I want you to support me, but you know what? I can die any day, any day I can die. And I want you to be okay with that. And if she'll be like, I understand this is what you want to do. And I know that you might get killed one day because you're going into a pool with a fucking killer whale then I'm okay with that. Okay, sounds good. But you already know that. Why is it that these people are, okay, you know what? I'm going to go be a shark trainer. What do you think they have fucking cages? Because you can't train them. They're going to fucking eat you. So it's like, it's bullshit. It, it doesn't matter. It, it's, you're going into a territory that, that it's, it's dangerous. And you should know. You should know that you're going to die. You might die one day. Yes, then there's going to be the people that are going to be like, ah, you're wrong, Joe. Fuck you. And we, we shouldn't have been doing this in the first place. Well, no shit. Maybe we shouldn't have been doing this in the first place. But you know what? It's been, it's, this has been happening and SeaWorld's been around for a long fucking time. And like I said, 
yes, they don't do those shows anymore. The shows are over because there was a bunch of lawsuits and all kinds of shit. But you know what? Watching my daughter's eyes, seeing the dolphins and seeing how smart they are. And after going to SeaWorld as an adult and doing the research and seeing how smart they are and the things that they do. And they, they help humans. They rescue humans. They're the ones that rescue humans out in the ocean. You know, they save them. They like, they, they distract sharks. So if there's sharks around you, these, these dolphins distract you. Distract the sharks. I'm sorry. They they distract the sharks so you can try to get away or they help you to shore. I mean, these animals are great. They're loving animals, right? Nobody ever fucking told you that the killer whale was going to take you to shore. Okay. So obviously that's going to be dangerous. Yes, it's going to be dangerous. So after all the research that I've done, I didn't feel bad. I am really proud about buying my SeaWorld Rescue because I know that it goes to rescuing some some animals that need rescued. And if it wasn't for places like that, that have that kind of money, right? Then there would be a lot of, there wouldn't be, there would be a lot of animals gone. So yes, like I said, I said it many times, there's a lot of pros and cons to this business, but this is a business first. You know, it's, it's super obvious. And watching the trainers there and watching all these people there, they love these animals. They, they're, they're like connected to each other, right? But I'm sure if there was something that they didn't like, that they didn't agree with, they're not going to work there for 20 fucking years to take care of a whale or a dolphin. They're going to quit because if, if you're a good person and you, you're like, this is what's wrong, I don't like this, and that's what you're going to follow, then you wouldn't be there. That's kind of why I feel about this, guys. That was my SeaWorld experience. SeaWorld was amazing, and uh, California is amazing. It's a beautiful place. I wish I could live there, but I can't because it's kind of full of crazies, and uh, I don't want to pay $3,000 a month for a one-bedroom, but it's a beautiful place. I think that California is one of the most beautiful places that I've ever seen, and I'm sure one of the most beautiful places in the world. California is awesome, and uh, I've never had a bad experience in California. It's, uh, It's a you know, besides going to some other beaches and being full of people and some bums here and there and some weird people sleeping in the restrooms other than that, it's a great, great place. We have a lot of family in California. As a matter of fact, I have some friends out there that I'm going to give them a shout out, two Mexicans and one Mike podcast. Uh, these guys are from California. Their podcast is awesome. And speaking of podcasts, Danny is like the main leader, right? He's like the He's like the boss of the podcast, right? Danny now has his own podcast, so you guys need to go check it out. It's called The Paper Champ. It's on YouTube or and Spotify. It is on a second episode. It is a it, this guy. This guy is really good at this. And let me tell you, let me tell you why, real quick. Doing a solo podcast is one of the hardest podcasts to do. Okay, because when you have four or five people or two people, some you can kind of connect and you you hit the spots right so there's no silence and you can come up with different things and different ideas and you keep the conversation rolling but when you're doing a solo it is very very hard and Danny is really good at it and uh it's great it's uh he's funny and uh he talks about all kinds of different stuff right so you have to go check him out and uh like i said solo podcast solo podcasting is hard and uh, he's doing it man he's on his second episode so shout out to those guys man those guys are great to send me a t-shirt and uh, if you guys, I was a guest on uh, their show one day, and we were talking about the shirts. And there's uh, Alexis is one of the one of the one of the hosts of the show also, and he's the one that designs the shirts. And I guess he, you know, he, the shirts didn't have the name on the front, and it was it was hilarious. You know, they 
because you would see the shirts and it would just be four guys, but it wouldn't say anything. So the shirt they sent me says two Mexicans, one mic on the front, and they have the it has four of them on the front. It's a, it's a really cool shirt. My next video podcast, I'm going to be sporting it. So thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for all the help. Uh, I talk to Danny a lot and Frank a lot. Me and Danny share a lot of different things, a lot of ways to help each other out, a lot of ways to the ideas and things that we're doing for our podcast. So, you know, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, guys. So anywho, let me know what you guys think. I know that I kind of went a little bit crazy on this podcast, but uh, go check out this Blackfish documentary. Uh, let me know what you think. You can make your own research and come up with your own thoughts. And, uh, you know, I'm not always right, of course. I am, am I, I'm not perfect. So I have my own opinions and my own thoughts about things. But uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys think. I can be reached at uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Everything is Bold Talk by Joe. Also, I have an email. That way, you guys, it'll be a lot easier. I feel like it's harder for when people are trying to send me messages through Instagram and stuff like that. I have an email. So it's boldtalkbyjoe at proton.me. So boldtalkbyjoe.proton.me. Yes, it sounds weird. No, it's not a scam email. It's a company from Switzerland that it's a, it's a secure email. And uh, I wanted to do something secure for the podcast so I can send emails to guests and to people and stuff like that. So you guys uh, you guys should be okay. Just email me there. And uh, I'm going to post it up, obviously, on, on uh, Spotify so you guys, so it can be a link there. So you guys can reach me there and just give me some feedback, man. I mean, I want some feedback. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you want me to talk about something. Ask me some questions. You know, I'm really easygoing. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to start yelling at you or cussing you out or whatever. Just let me know. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with constructive criticism. I love that. There's nothing better. That's the way we get better in life, right? So until next time, peace.